like this this wife lover thing I've been doing. What's wife lover? Like even my dad liked it. Um, this wife, the white, it's like what a wife beater right oh. who changed their mind. Yes. Oh. It looks incredible. Oh, I like See, wife, like, I'm just into wife this. Wife lover. Is that what yeah. we call it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried to call it a husband beater. And <laughs> we said, that wasn't the part of the problem. It was the, it was the beating part. That was tough. Fine. <laughs> Partner beater. Is that better for you? <laughs> so hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little. Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I know I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> so, how are you doing? doing great because the women's world cup is on right now i know i talked about that in our last episode but it's happening for the next month so i'm going to talk about it all month long i love it i'm so excited i think it's beautiful and i'm glad that it brings you joy and i wish that i was able to contribute more to this conversation <laughs> well i'm really excited about it because it, it intersects in the two parts of my life it's very gay very dyke heavy watching and then it's also soccer which i obviously played in love so i was at ginger's on thursday no, Friday, for the U.S. Women's National Team's first game against Vietnam, and it was packed. It was awesome. And, there was, and it was fun because it was like, it was half people in line being like, why is there a line? Oh, the World Cup game. And then half people who were just there to watch the game. And as soon as the game ended, they just cleared out. It was like a bunch of old lesbians that were only there to watch the game. And they were like, it's so late. We're clearing out. So it was really fun. Wait, is this like, I don't know if this is a summer thing, and I don't know if this is just like something that's happening in the world right now, but because I felt that with Barbie. Where it's like yeah. this thing, and it's all it, it is bringing up Harry Potter, midnight release energy. These things where everyone's getting excited around the one thing. Yes, we we saw Barbie up. on Saturday. Uh huh. It was excellent. We won't no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen. But what did you think? Oh, I loved it. it was my favorite movie I've ever seen. It was great. I loved it. I loved it so much. It was so I loved fun. it from the first shot. I was like, I'm changed. <laughs> I was like, Greta, Greta, you made this for cis gay men. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with this. And I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, no, it was really great. Um, I loved Alan. Felt very seen by Alan. Yes. For no spoilers, he was a, a man who loved Barbie Land <laughs> and was safe with the girls. Yeah. Hung with the Barbies. Yeah. Didn't the Kens didn't like him, and I was like, I love him. I feel seen. I feel safe with Alan. I know. And I said this to you immediately after, as we're walking out. Immediately after, I was like. I'm glad I didn't remember this. I was like, I'm glad that he wasn't gay. Because at first I was like, I wish, that, I was like, that should be a gay actor. You're Michael Sears taking from gay actors. And then I thought about it. I was like, actually, if the message of this is that gay people can't get along with straight people, like that would be a weird message. I know. It was hard. I felt the same way where I was like, oh, I wish that was like a trans guy. And then I was like, and then I was like, oh, but then if he was, then people were like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with the gay. So it's like, we're in this weird catch 22 where it's like, if they cast it, Anybody but a straight man, yeah. people would have shit to say. Give us one of but the ones also, that isn't othered. I felt so seen by him that I would have loved to have seen a gay or trans actor yeah. in that. We can't win. We no, can't we win. can't. And but we, I loved it. No, I loved it a lot. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of people didn't like it because of feminism reasons, and I was just nodded and agreed. Yeah, I felt like it did a decent job of like. They said holding. it was a wave that I wasn't familiar with, and I'm sorry. I feel dumb. We have to get this. Someone said it was second wave feminism. And I was like, that's bad. Oh, I thought it kind of did a good job of like holding that up and distancing itself from that. And I don't know. I th I thought it did like I felt the whole movie kind of like was holding the existential questions of feminism and like what Barbie represents without really like trying to have much more of a take on it, other than like that is an unstable, unsustainable, you know, view of womanhood and like kind of just letting. 
I don't know. I, did, I felt like it did a good job of like holding those questions without trying to have an answer because I think it's, they're impossible to answer in many I ways. I know. And those people didn't even have a voice until I gave them one on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I think, I mean, I'm sure there's critiques to be made. I'm also not claiming No, I loved it so much. I thought it was so full of joy. And I, it was interesting. Like I had never, I never associated Barbie with any sort of, the idea that she's what was like, actually women like you don't have to just be a mom. Like I never heard anyone say that. Like yeah. we just, Barbies are just around. So that was so interesting. Cause uh, like yeah. I'd only ever associated Barbie with, well I played with Barbies and then, <laughs> and then with um, like people being like her body, it, the body image thing. So like that was the only narrative that I think I'd ever like heard about her. Yeah. Um, I, I also liked that it was structured really interestingly. Like I usually like they lead up to one big climactic sad moment where I I felt like throughout she was like dealing with some stuff. Like I, cried three times which never yeah. happens in movies I feel like it's all leading up to like one big thing and it was like there was so many beautiful emotional moments throughout so I like that it had like a more of a feminine structure to it as well yes you know yes 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 I loved when <laughs> she says no spoilers but she says to the old lady she's like you're so beautiful that's really sweet and then I was googling it after because okay so me and Jesse Ballard are both on like watching all the press clippings she's watching all the interviews with Kate McKinnon who was I'm a watching, star yes an absolute star and then I'm watching all the interviews with Margot Robbie and I'm sorry <laughs> I love her so much no, she's great I love her so much and I'm watching all the ones with Ryan Gosling <laughs> wait there's like someone for everybody in this room. there really is um and but they wanted Greta to cut that moment where she tells the old lady that she's beautiful. What? I know. Who? I, I don't know, like some man in editing. Oh, the man God. down in the editing suite, Steven. And then she was like, Steven, I can't cut this. If I if we cut this, I don't know what this movie's about. Absolutely. I know. And then I was like, Jesus, to be an artist in this world. <laughs> she's so right. Who's watching that movie and doesn't understand that that's a, a crucial point? Steven. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, that's why we needed Mar Barbie as a movie. I know I love um, her so much. Okay, well, did, did you, of, was that the say, boys' clubs that we did? I was gonna say my boys' clubs for this week were everybody that dressed up for Barbie, and also I was gonna talk about the World Cup. That was kind of what I was gonna get into anyway. Yeah, I'll throw Oppenheimer into the conversation. I actually do think that no one would even know what Oppenheimer was if Barbie didn't come out. Like, I don't think people, right? I don't think people would know that. Well, that Barbie happened. blew past it in the box office for the opening weekend, which huge win for the girls. I mean, also. Maddie made this point, and maybe she was reiterating for somebody else, but I'm gonna at least credit her that. Barbie probably on its own, not doing the double feature, probably would have done fine, like the same. Totally. Oppenheimer definitely benefited from the double release yeah. of them coming out together and like the bit of it being like something so in insanely devastating with Barbie. Um, so I think, I don't think it would have done as well without the Barbie, you know, giving it a bit of a bump there. I didn't know what Oppenheimer was until I Googled it, and then I was like, well, this is about the atomic bomb. So then I was on YouTube, which apparently I get on my television. So now as I was going to bed, I was like watching this like YouTube documentary about the actual Oppenheimer. Because yeah. I was like, show me the real shit. Show me the real guy. Like, I don't yeah. want to just see a movie. And then I was like, this is really dark. And then I went down a rabbit hole of like, if there was an atomic bomb, where would it be? And is it New York? And it said, um, oh God, military bases. Okay. <laughs> which, no offense, we're not on those. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who's <laughs> there. It's not away. us. So like, whatever. <laughs> as dark uh, as I was. Okay. Well, I, I have to say, I, I watched the Oppenheimer trailer and I was like, that seems absolutely way too devastating for me to watch. I don't think I can watch it. And then Sam Schaefer gave me, uh, he pitched it to me in a way that I was like, okay, maybe I will see it. But I'm ultimately, I don't know that I, I think it would be too sad. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. You should see past lives instead. Okay. If you want to be, if you really want to be like, Sad like, in a different I'm way. sure Oppenheimer sounds sad, but it's like if you want to be sad, like yeah. in a human way. Okay. You should see past, past lives. lives. Um awesome. Okay. Well, should we bring our guest in? Yeah. 
Boys, our guest this week is one of our very favorites. She's an amazing stand-up comedian. She's an actor. Boys, please welcome Julia Shiplett. Hi. Hi, boys. Thank you for being here. Did you see did you see Barbie? I saw Barbie. Okay, good. Also, I love how you're like, okay, Margot's for you. <laughs> right. And I'm like, it's America Ferrer for me. <laughs> yeah. No, she was amazing too. She was great. Uh-huh. She was great. It was star studded. It was so good. It was almost too many stars, if you ask me. Yeah. Can I be a little honest? I was like, why is John Cena a merman? That was true. That was the only one I I was like, what I, I actually forgot he was in that until you just mentioned <laughs> so many people. Although yeah. I will say, like, I mean, Will Farrell is like, you know, that's that's an important person from my comedic upbringing, yeah. obviously, just being yeah. the age that I am. He is still so funny. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you wouldn't necessarily think that act still works. Yeah. And but it, I'm like, no, I still love you as a dumb white man. It's yeah. so timeless. He, like, him just, like, the scene where he was, like, running, they were all running around chasing Bart. <laughs> so funny. So, so stupid. Funny. So funny. Like, yeah, he really. So tickle me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I just He's realized so it's not a low budget movie, and I had been thinking it was a low budget movie. And in my head, I was like, all these famous people did it for low cost because they love Greta. And then I was like, <laughs> no, no, Greta doesn't make something low budget. No, in my a, head, I was literally like, it's Greta, it's low budget. She really does low budget. Wait. I don't know. I don't think she's an indie girl anymore, which is fine. She's no, no. more Mistress America. No. no, I haven't seen that actually. Wait, I'll give you my dad's Amazon Prime login. Thank you. I bought it. Well, I, I could get, oh, you have to buy it? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Thank you. It's yeah. I speaking of boys clubs, I'm I constantly and I don't know how the two of you feel. I'm very much not a I'm not a film guy. I didn't grow up around film guys. I was very much in like sports land for my entire childhood and college life. So I missed out on all the film buff stuff. And so now that I'm around comedians all the time who are very much into film, I feel so out of my depths. And so people were like, wow, she really deviated from her like directorial like style in this, but it was like really expanding what she does. And I was like, totally like, but I have, <laughs> I have no idea. I think it was great, but I have no, I have nothing to contribute to that conversation. Film criticism is bullshit. <laughs> you, you're a film critic. If you have a, an opinion, you're a film critic. Agreed. It's fine. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the movie. It was so good. And I'm I, not a film critic. I walked out of a King's speech in middle school and never forget it because I won the Oscar but I was like I'm so bored yeah (laughs) and I think a lot of times movies that win Oscars I mean like anything it doesn't necessarily mean it was the best movie it was made that year some years it is I thought everything everywhere all at once was awesome I'm really glad that one won but other times I'm like and that's an anomaly and I'm pointing at you now Mm -hmm. and that's an anomaly in that (laughs) usually all they all come out at the same time because that's like Oscar season Mm -hmm. and that's when they come out so that was an anomaly in that it's rare for a movie to come out in the middle of the year or like whenever it came out, kind of early, I think. spring, yeah. yeah, and then it for it to win. So because when I because for Barbie, I was like, I assume this won't be like an Oscar buzzy movie because it's like coming out in July. Yeah, but maybe that's not true anymore. I have no idea. I feel like it doesn't matter. I feel like because of streaming and everything, like there is no seasons. Yeah. You know, there's no like Wait, it's pilot season. It's like anything, whatever. I feel like that's true. a commercial can. We be. live in like a non-linear world now. Yeah, yeah. That's true. True. Also, I do want to absolutely co-sign what you said about past lives. It ruined me in a great way. Is I was very the, emotional. What? Who, um, Greta Lee. A twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I heard that was great. Greta Lee, and I don't know the names of the actors, but I was in love with everybody. But we—they were really good. I keep. So good. Were we supposed to like her husband? I think that I felt for him though because it was like I mean I know that he was kind of annoying but he he was basically like I love you and I know you're falling back in love with someone else and I can't take that from you what's your takeaway from that movie um oh god I feel like the takeaway is that you can 
still be in love with people from your past and just have to accept that there's nothing to be done about it. Usually we start with a funny clip. <laughs> Isn't this hilarious? Today, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I already know that we're going to pull that and put it at the beginning. <laughs> And it's no. Like, if, no, 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 no. We don't have to lead with this. It's like, if you listen to one part of this, this is what the boys need to no, know. Ju- Julia's is getting her due. She's getting her, her funny moment. We're not going <laughs> to. No, that was so important. But I'll clip that for you and that's you can so listen to it. JK, that was so gay. <laughs> yeah, but um. Wait, that's, you know, like when people like save like an image on Instagram that's like, you are enough. And then they look at it in their phone. That's going to be like, <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah, it is kind of like. I think we, there's this, I, I mean, I, I, we're too adult to be like, there's soulmates, there's not soulmates. I don't know. Yeah. There's, in a world with countries, I don't think we have soulmates. Like, I think that's too <laughs> random. Like, yeah. It's a random shit. But you can, there's so many different futures and maybe all of them are happy in different ways, but there's inherently sadness in the loss of any other, fu- any other Absolutely. Path. 100%. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Breakups like, are grief and like, and serious loss. I feel like they don't get treated like that. As often, and I, know, I mean, it's hard because they. It's hard to be dealing with something so intense, like and yeah. just and the but the world keeps moving and and like you and people have act to. like it. You didn't just go through that. Yeah, and you like, ever have you ever had like a really bad breakup and then you're like in line and someone cuts you and you're like, do you understand <laughs> what just happened to me? I was broken up with this morning. Literally, yeah. I I had a horrible. I had a horrible the relationship before Maddie. I had a horrible breakup and it was like i had to had like this weird run in with them and then i had to go to work and i had to go coach soccer and i was like fully 45 minutes late to work which is not, not acceptable and but i was thank god it was soccer camp and i was super late and then was i had another like, coach there thank god yeah i and just I, pictured a bunch of kids sitting no the no no free. thankfully like i had the type of job where it was like i could be 45 minutes late and ultimately everybody was fine but like then having to like deal with these kids all day and being in such a crazy emotional state i was like i don't know how parents like are going through like divorce and then like raising children like i just because i was like it's so weird to be like having to like you're you have to give everything you have to these kids during the day because it's like safety and what and just like the sun and like i don't know there's a lot happening but it's only eight hours and it's their kids i don't even know i'm like how do our parents functioning when going through messy divorces Wait, i don't understand i love the, the throwing <laughs> of the sun <laughs> It's like the ever-present threat of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's relevant. They're getting sunburned. You got to make sure they're putting their sunscreen on. You're good in. at your job, though, because I feel like if <laughs> if I was there, they'd be like, "Coach Julia's li- crying under the tree again," <laughs> and I would just be like, "I can't, I can't." I fully left at the water break and went and journaled because I was like, "I I need some <laughs> I, or lunch or whatever it was." I was like, "I need to be alone." I was like, "You can handle these." Whoever the like co-coach was, I was like, "I can't, I can't today," but. Anyway, my version of that is sometimes when I'm really sad, I'll make my my Pilates playlist <laughs> kind of like sad, angsty music. Yeah. And then I'll just be like coaching really intensely and everyone thinks it's about them, but it's about me. (laughs) (laughs) What's like, do you guys have songs that like will always make you tear up or like get a little lump in your throat? I can't. I never listen to Banks. Fuck them only we know. Do you know that song? No. Oh, I love it. God, I feel sad even listening to think about it. I think Moon Song by Phoebe Bridgers will always kind of get me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Phoebe Bridgers is good. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, you know that song in Marie Antoinette? It's Aphex Twin. No. You definitely know. What is the name of that song? It's like she's like walking in the grass and like touching all the things. It's just like that piano song. Oh, uh, okay. That one. That'll get me. Yeah. What the right called? In the right remember. state, some classical music will just <coughs> right. A lot of times it's classical. It's just like chords that's just like, <laughs> eh, oh, 
death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I need to I need to see past lives then is what I'm gathering for our conversation. Well, I keep I keep conflating the title of past lives with um that new Jennifer Lawrence movie that I can't yeah. remember what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the bar with his breath. <laughs> we're like, all three of us went. Yeah. <laughs> no idea what it's called. No okay, idea. but whatever that new Jennifer Lawrence movie is, so I know, but she looks good as hell. Pe- uh, she so looks good. amazing. But people saw it and came back and were like, "That was horrible. Hated it." And I and then I oh, I thought people loved it. I I no? mean, so I'm hearing mixed reviews on it. And then our friends hate movies. I, I don't think that's it. People it. loved Barbie. You're right. You're right. You're right. But then people, but then people like. Anyway, then people are loving past lives, and so then I keep being like, "Wait, is it good? Is it bad?" But I'm totally thinking about two different movies, and that's probably what probably that very is. different movies. Yeah, yeah. Go see it though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is hard because I don't know if you know this, but anyone can be a critic on there, and sometimes you'll start reading well, where they were, saying, and it'll be like be Heather from <laughs> Heather'sReviews.com. And you're like, <laughs> she's not. Shouldn't get to vote. Did Letterbox become like Rotten Tomatoes with people with master's degrees? I feel like everyone. That's kind of the vibe. I feel there. like it's like very. I saw um, Bowen Yang put on his Instagram story somebody being like, "Oh, thank God for the strike because then SNL can't do a bad Barbenheimer sketch." And he was like, "It's July, okay? <laughs> Go take it up on Letterboxd." <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty awesome." Exactly. Also, yeah. I want to see that. Would have been mm-hmm, funny. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would love to see what SNL takes. What SNL is for. Yeah, That's what SNL literally. Is for, you fucking idiots! Like to do pop culture People sketches. So dumb. I know. Anyway. Um, what was the other? Oh, do you care at all about the World Cup? Women's World Cup? Here's the thing. I know <laughs> I don't really follow sports. I do like watching soccer. I would wa- I absolutely do want to watch. It just seems like it's at annoying times it that is. I'm like, I can't do it, it then. Is. That's some of my beef with it is that like, it's a great, uh, it's such a bummer that it's in, it's exciting for New Zealand and Australia that it's there. And it sounds like from what I'm listening to all the podcasts about and stuff that there's a lot of support in those countries for it which is awesome mm-hmm. it sucks for the united states because we're on such a weird time zone with it that it's almost impossible to watch like any of the games except for the ones that are specifically like designed for us to be able to watch at 9 p.m um i wish they were doing better coverage of like basically re-streaming it at normal times yeah. and like and treating it as if this is the live game because then i think people would watch that because like the the level of play is so good and these women deserve a lot better and i wish it was like being handled better also like what else is on right now like let's i know <laughs> support this i well i remember i saw your story about like if anyone wants to go to ginger's i was like that sounds really fun i flew back that night but i like i do i want to go to a bar with a bunch of lesbians yeah. and watch a game that yeah. sounds so yes. fun um well i'll be i'll be keeping people keep i will keep you posted because i'm i'm trying to rally the troops for all the games but i literally I know no one <laughs> i'd be like she's hot they're hot and, and that's kind of what i who i want to win it was all the hot once. It was fun when Megan Rapino was going to get subbed into the game. The bar lost their minds because oh, that's I'm sure. you know, the queen. The queen of all. She doesn't games. play the whole time. She's she. It's her last World Cup. She's she's getting up there in age for for an athlete, and so that's she's hard. kind of like like a fifteen yeah, twenty is. minute player. Yeah, she's only thirty eight, but like for athletes, that's a bit towards the end. Yeah. 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 Wait. So she has. She used to be a starter, and now she's not a starter. That's, yeah. That's actually really beautiful to hear. No, I think sports teaches you so much. I think, I mean, obviously a lot of things teach you about a lot of life lessons, but I think sports really can. Like, I think you can, like, you retire at a young age from it, so you have to, like, go through the loss of, like, that career, and, like, there's so much injury and, like, team dynamics. And then, yeah, being only 38 years old, but being like, well, I'm, I'm not fit enough to play 
the whole time anymore and having to and but being the captain it's it's interesting yeah this reminds me of a soul cycle instructor from another town that moved here and was like a huge star <laughs> in the town. and then they moved here and they like no one like really like i really liked them but like no one really like got into it and it's like that sucks you're like a star in your other town and that, i think that happens actually when i moved here don't cut this when i moved here someone <laughs> in hr not at my company at a different company we said i don't think that you'll be successful in new york because your class isn't sexual enough and i was what? like okay and now they're anti-vax and live <laughs> and live like overseas yeah. let them be i have I so know. many questions for that person like what is new york i mean new york's a sexy place but like I don't know. It was so interesting. It's I was like, what, sexual. I was like, we're, we're doing Pilates. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not having sex. Is this, There's was this a man? Woman. Really? Woman, but anti-vax. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, so, I think you're either a man or there's something weird about you <laughs> <laughs> to say something like that. And like, her yeah. thing is anti-vax. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, I bet, school, I bet most women practice. at the gym would la- rather it not be a sexual place, would be my guess. I, if, literally if, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. no. I literally, sometimes I want to try to do pull-ups, but I would literally need to be like, everybody turn around <laughs> for just 10 <laughs> seconds. Just let me try. Wait, you need to I come can't. to the gym with me because if you look at me at the gym, I will destroy you. I will fight you. I will destroy you. Like if I'm, it, Absolutely. Like there is one man waiting for the squat rack. And I didn't like that he was like waiting next to it it's and like working at me. And I just stayed on it for 40 minutes. Good. Wow. That's. I was so sore the next day because I just kept working out. I was like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I've literally been on machines when men approach me and say, are you using that? I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> I'm in the middle of... shaking, holding <laughs> no, up I'm my body right now. You. How could you ask me that? I hate, yeah. No. It's unbelievable. That's a part of, here's my feeling on that part of gym culture. Is it like, I, I get that maybe people are like, it's not rude to ask about how many sets or whatever. I don't feel like queer people and maybe women do that. I feel like that is a straight thing generally to do. And that's annoying. Exactly. And if I'm, if a squat rack is in use, I'm going to go get myself a kettlebell. Like I'm going to go yeah. figure use it out. Use something else. Yeah. It's like, you're like, you're in a gymnasium. Like, <laughs> literally. Have fun. Have fun. When you guys were kids, did your like literal gyms at school just have like a closet with a bunch of like rubber chickens in it? It felt no. like if you opened <laughs> it, did chickens? Like, it did feel like you it opened clowns. clown school. <laughs> <laughs> it did feel like if you opened the gym closet, like shit was just going to come piling out though. And like this, a parachute, all kinds of different balls. Yeah. Yes, a parachute. Then yeah, when you no. walked in the parachute, we on the ground, you'd be like, because it was so cool to create a different space like anything that was like this is a new space for us and that's what the parachute felt like yeah but i agree i've never asked anybody at the gym if they're if they're using it well i guess i'm not doing that today like that's how i feel i'm not going to talk to anybody ever yeah i think that's really rude i just don't i mean i think there's a polite way to ask anything but the men at the gym don't know how to do that poor guy today though i actually do Sweet, such sweet man. Loved women, I think. And <laughs> he was like, hey, like, how many sets do you have left? And I was like, I just got started. And, like, what he said was how many sets do you have left? And what I heard was, you're a little faggot. Get out of here. You're a little faggot. You'll never, you'll never be, you'll never be an Adonis. Oh, but yeah. is that a normal question? It's like, how should I know how many sets I have left? <laughs> yes. Do you know how many sets you have left? Yes. Are we counting yes. our sets? Is that something I'm supposed to do? So we'll open with that. But, like, okay. I... <laughs> that's really important. That's really important because here's the thing. Like one time I was like, um, I don't know, 11. And then he was like, 11. I guess like that doesn't make gym bro sense. Like there's not an exercise that you do 11 sets of. But like 72. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like these guys that are like, oh, like this is we do this like really specific regimen and like that's our thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd never know how many sets I've lived. I kind of go until the vibe is over. 
Exactly. Be like, I don't know what the vibe's gonna be. That's a perfect. I wish you said that. That's right. Until the vibe's over. (laughs) Be like, right now the vibe strong, strong. Um, should we start asking our questions? What is a boys' club, Julia (laughs) Shiplet, that you are not a part of? I. (laughs) I have to know if you're from Maine. I'm sorry. I'm not from Maine. Go on. I'm from. I'm actually from outside Chicago. Oh, stop. I lived in Chicago for four years. <gasps> I think I knew that. Oh, actually. we did talk about it that yeah. one time. Remember when we did shots of that guy? Do we have to cut this? Oh, my God. I did, yes. and I'm sober. But in that moment, I was like, so- oh, relapse right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you look fantastic. Thank you. So did you. Thank you crushed. You. you absolutely crushed. Uh, you had the best set of you, the show. Jules, you know that I walked in. I saw you, and I was like, oh, thank God, a woman and queer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, because you're in Union Square. And you're just like, it's the strangest place in America. And I know. Well, they shuttle us into the the it, randomest comedy clubs and they're like, do your little dance. <laughs> and you're like, dance. and you, uh, the whole time you're like, is anybody else going to be here that I know? And always, you, uh, you always run into good people, thank God. Yeah. But like, it's like, uh, it's honestly the best reason to have that many auditions for that thing is like, just so that there's going to be fun people at all. Exactly. Yeah. That thing yeah. we don't name. Oh, I said it already, didn't I? Well, we'll Whatever. blurp we'll, it. Yeah. We'll bleep. But you were... St- you crushed. No, that you was kind of a funny, fun night, actually. They Considering that it's an audition for that, it's like, <laughs> I yeah. hate I hate auditioning for things like that. It's just like, it's I not fun. It's uh, stressful, yeah. right? It's the worst. But I had fun. Of the have. venues that that can be at, I think that is the best venue to be at. Now we're going to go, let's go through the differences in the comedy clubs in New York. <laughs> <laughs> New York Comedy Club. I don't like that you hear the chairs move so loud. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, should I answer the question? Yes. Okay. One that I'm not part of is beer. I'm not beer. a beer girl. Not a beer girl. Boy. Were you ever? I think I tried to be in college for sure just college because it's like that that's yeah. Is that just cuz what's it's what's available? It's what's available. I went to I went to school in Wisconsin. You went to Madison? I went to Madison. Cool. I went to UW Madison. I went to the CrossFit Games one time. The where? <laughs> the CrossFit Games. What's that? It's like these games for CrossFit, like the Olympics for CrossFitters. Oh, are you big in CrossFit? No, but I'm trying not to bring up... I keep bringing up the fact that I worked in sports influencer marketing every episode. <laughs> I worked in sports influencer marketing for like six months, uh-huh. and that was part of it. Yeah. I'll send you pictures the, after. Madison is big like Tough Mudder, Iron Man vibes. Compl- yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like crunchy, strong guys. And then I would like sneak away to a farmer's market. And yeah. cheese. That's and sort of was more my vibe there. Yeah. But beer is such a big part of Wisconsin's yeah. culture, you know? the brewers blah 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 blah, and like every i mean it was college first of all and it was college in wisconsin and yeah. i like tried to drink what else are you doing <laughs> beer and i was like this is bad always but i was still like you know in college I was like mm, this is good i like this yeah. and i was like this is hell and especially the beer that is at college is horrible i mean i i had like a i don't even remember where we recently were that i had a natty light and it it's disgusting like water like so Ugh. bad but even now i have access obviously to <laughs> what people think are great beers and i taste them and i'm not a fan i don't like this do you like and wine yes of course and beer culture is like i just beer culture i kind of disassociate i you just know, i'm like i don't i don't know i once tweeted that a brewery tour is actually a straight um a straight pride parade <laughs> and then lesbians got mad at me <laughs> online because no. they're like lesbians love beer too and i was like i'm sorry it is very straight it's culture a joke. though yeah yeah it, also relax they're <laughs> also putting people in boxes somehow <laughs> so it's like <laughs> i beer to me were you me, ever a beer drinker here's a tea 
So I was really into Four Loko. enough. <laughs> and then, yeah. So then I got really into shots and then I would be like blacking out in jail and stuff. So then I was like, I know I'll just only drink beer. But then I would drink like 18 beers. I drink so much beer that I was like, absolutely. And I so viscerally remember, this is really dark. I can like remember just like the smell of beer vomit on me and just like I was I was crazy and yeah. like now I feel like I'm like bragging about it <laughs> and I totally am come see my hour and I try to be like yeah it's not gonna be a totally funny hour the whole time you don't get sober seven years by being funny all the time <laughs> you gotta go to jail and but I so basically remember just being like full of beer but then recently I made out with this guy that smelled like beer and I was like god I remember this chaos this sweet chaos did you like it making out with him yeah when he, okay yeah I was I at first, I was like, "Oh, this is, I shouldn't have to. This is triggering." And then I was like, "It's not triggering. I do miss like the the, the feeling that anything was possible." Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what beer is. Ooh, yeah. Okay, that's a that you don't know season. where you're gonna go. And there is something very because you brought up. Did you bring up boys? How boys drink? Yeah, boys like beer. <laughs> beer culture is so boy centric yeah. in a way that I can't. You know, even even women who like are really into beer and like love hops and IPAs. Yeah, I still feel like they are kind of not. In like allowed in in it's a got, way. It's got guys girl yeah. energy to yeah. be a girl. Big who's guys like girl energy. And it's a yeah. it's like the difference between beer and wine. I mean, there's a million difference between beer and wine, but it's like wine ne- has like a much more feminine space. Like I feel like there's like women and wine. That's like a tale as old as time. But like the the men who are like into beer are also so fucking annoying about it and they yeah. make it so insufferable. Yeah. That they've like also like I I like beer, but I would never be like. I don't want to learn about it. I don't want to know what hops are. I have no no. I, no interest in like joining a conversation with the men that are into that kind of stuff. Wait, my dad's <laughs> in a beer trade with this guy at his work where they trade beers. But that's cute. That's to me. sweet. I yeah, like that. it's also <laughs> so male. I like when they. I, I like when. But that's dads how they're connecting. Yeah, it'll be like a pumpkin ale. <laughs> yeah, I do like when there's a seasonal beer. I like beer. I like drinking beer, and it, I've come like around on it because when I was in college, it was very like this is all we have, and it's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. But I like it now. I I much. What do you like? What kinds? I like lagers, but I don't know a lot. I just know that I like lagers. So if I when in doubt, I will order that, and Got it's it. like a lighter beer. I think. I don't know. I used to definitely just go to these breweries and be like, this is twelve percent alcohol. Yes, I will be getting that. (laughs) (laughs) And that was like senior year of college. We're like, let's go to breweries and get fucked up on the strongest beer that they have. This tastes like blends it up bread. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get, I'll have it. That's I'm like, this is bread. Yeah, yeah. drinking bread. No, this is a loaf of bread. Did you go to breweries in Wisconsin? I mean, yeah, like they were just like bars were in breweries and stuff. And that's the other thing. I don't like the aesthetic of breweries because it's just I'm like, oh, there's pipes. It's yeah. like, oh, it's this is industrial. Yeah. This is like, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm in a factory. And you're like, it's Great. unfinished. Yeah. It's unfinished. And that was like And not in a chic way. Yeah, it was like everybody's <laughs> wedding for a second and it was like, what exactly. is happening? Yeah. Okay, have you ever been to Saxapa Hall in North Carolina? No. Okay, never mind. But breweries <laughs> are big in North Carolina. Yes. They're huge, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. like I feel like a lot of like sorority formals I went to a lot of those. We're mm. like at those like breweries yeah i feel like we kind of escape the worst that those can be being in new york because there's not space there's for no that. space for so, like thank god it would be morgan <laughs> l there's like, like the, the brooklyn brewery yeah and, and i literally it. can't name where a even one. is that and a man was mean to here. me about my id oh. there one time right before i changed my name i got a new id this guy was a dick to me about it and so i don't really like them no Mm-hmm. Morgan L and Greenpoint, but they apologized. Brooklyn Brewery did come up. Somebody who worked there came over and apologized to me about it. So wait, no really? Shade to them? Oh, they yeah. were actually wait. Was Somebody at the issue. who worked with it was that. Well, he was just like being a dick about it and like was like, "This is not you." And I was like, "It, it just oh, be nice." Oh shit! Yeah. Wait, and then what the person saying? He was like, "I'm really sorry that happened." I was going to do a show there, and I was like, That's "So I was so about annoying. to get on stage." So they were like, God. "I'm so sorry," and I was like, "I will." They're like, 
are you going to joke about this? And I was like, no, but relax. And if that's the only reason you're apologizing, fuck off. They said, are you uh, going to joke? What? They're like, are you going to talk about it? And I was like, no, but. It was like, not will, now, but I on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I in a year will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> when I've had time to ruminate with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the energy of the person? That feels like a snake. That, that I, I don't I, know. Just And also, also, like, I know, like, these bouncers, they have long, long, hot days in the sun being outside at these breweries. So, like, whatever. But I don't know. Kind of annoying. I feel like beer was this ticket into manhood where like the boys were just like, they would, well, this is malt liquor. Is that beer? Uh, I the have 40? no, there's no way to know. <laughs> <laughs> did you really ever 40? This is hands? not a podcast that knows. Yeah, I did. Of yes. No, we but were... it's, it's, it's beer, right? I, I feel like it's beer. And like, that was very, like, that's what the boys were doing. In Whatever's the in the forties was enough that it was supposed to be getting you really fucked up, but not like a fifth, like not so much that yeah. it was like dangerous to be drinking it that much. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So close to beer. Cause you would drink too, to yeah. even to finish, even to get through Edward 40 hands and God forbid there's a fire. You're dead. Like, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you need to open a door. Sorry. <laughs> Better drink quick. <laughs> oh, that's scary. Also like keg stands, just things like that, that I was just like from a very young age, I was like, no, yeah, this is not for me. I, I don't want to be put upside down. No. And it's always like, there's two weird dudes who are like, there's let's lift you up. And it's like, no, I know. I really want a vintage beer shirt though. Like so bad. Like I, I wanted that. I, I don't know. I feel like that could be like a hot thing to do. Yeah. That's cute. It's like yangling. And it's Ooh. white, and it's from, like, the 80s. Okay, so you have a shirt in mind. <laughs> <laughs> and they're currently selling it at Abercrombie, I think. <laughs> I need to That's been part that. of their rebrand, is they have, like, those kinds of shirts now. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Vintage is back. Yeah. I, um, I'm trying to think if there's any anything I know about. Like, because I, like, know nothing about mm. beer. I know, like, I, I have no interest in getting part of that culture, but I l- would love to know more about wine. Like, wine as an industry interests me a lot more. Sure. Yes. Well, yeah. wine also, f- I mean, beer is also super, I, like, have an old joke about it that I don't tell anymore, but women are actually the original brewmasters. <laughs> it's, like, women, like, truly were the people who brewed beer, like, yeah. back in the day, like, talking, you know, dark ages and shit, and then men realized how much money there was to be made selling this stuff, Yeah. and they, like, all took over women's businesses. Um, but I think, I feel like wine just feels so much more international yeah. than beer, even though beer is like super international. It's mm-hmm. literally from every part of the world. Always. Wine feels like Florence in the machine and beer is Jason Aldean. <laughs> <laughs> and he's bad. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Drunk on you and hot. That's Luke Bryan, but still uh, drunk on you and hot. Time. I love that song. I do. I got to say though, like I, if I, if it's a nice hot day and it's like, I am at the point now where I'm like, I'd love like a crisp beer yeah which makes me feel old no and like like kind of like dude-ish but here i am that was hot actually that kind of i like that but i mean i feel like i if it's hot i want like a mark but i yeah you know that's me i feel like one of the first things that my dad and i bonded over that's a weird sentence because it's like at 17 this is the first (laughs) thing you bonded over Number one. Male relationships take time, okay? They take a lot of yes. slow kind of getting to know each other next to each other is kind of what happens. It'd be like yeah. a pony Corona with a lime and he would push the lime in and then part of me was like, fuck the lime. I don't care about the lime. Because like I would get like, I remember being 20 and I would get a bottle of wine and I didn't know how to take the cork out. So I would stab the cork into oh the Oh my wine. God. Oh, no. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that thing. How that much cork said. is in you? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Like, so I was just like, I don't need the lime. But it was like sweet to be like, oh, this is the beer and you can put a lime. That's actually a really dark story. <laughs> you put a lime into it. Then we just drink it on the patio. Were you drinking just in boys. high school? Yeah, I started in junior year of high school. Got it. I started in the basement of Lexi. 
F and her dad was <laughs> pushing pills and he got arrested. Oh shit. And then but I don't think he went to jail, that's privilege. And then his her mom got in trouble for just like giving the kids alcohol. Mm-hmm. Cause like she had a big party at her house and then someone was leaving and like ran a stoplight or something. I hope it was that. I don't think it was like a, something worse than that. I think just like ran a stoplight. Yeah. Damn. And that's... then the house burned down. That like, night? I know two houses but they that burned... built it back better. Yes. <laughs> it, not that night, but it did ultimately burn down. I think around Christmas. <laughs> that's my favorite. One of my favorite tags we have. Don't be sorry for her. They built it back better. <laughs> <laughs> there were two houses that were related to my alcohol journey that burned down. And part of me was like, watch out oh my god <laughs> you don't want me to relapse in your home literally <laughs> curse somebody. wow wow that's yeah. talking about cosmic signs Seriously. maybe it wasn't for you <laughs> yeah Fuck. yeah um i love wine though i love did you ever drink wine yeah i drink i did drink wine i liked wine made me so hungover wine is tough if it you is. drink yeah you can really that's the thing that's hard about like margarita anything that tastes good is like hangover steady for me but i think it's all it's all about sugar right mm-hmm. it's like that's why like the organic and the natural wines they're better ah. you know less of the sulfite and like yeah you know tequila supposed to be better because it's not it's like there's the gave but there's not like you know a lot of times you don't they're putting sugar in certain drinks. Mm. Also, I asked, this is, I'm embarrassed whenever I have to order a drink, but I, <laughs> I do order skinny margs, not because I want, I'm like, I want to be skinny. It's just, there's no, sh- they don't put the sugar stuff ah. in it and they don't use like, I usually don't use triple sec, which is very sweet. Yeah. And so it just helps me avoid hangovers. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Tequila makes me shit my brain up. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. That would like really run right through me. Mm. Mm, I was running around that? New York when I was 20 and I was just like <laughs> tequila and <laughs> soy huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listened I listened and now I'll never forget that about you wait I love if you ever wanted to kind of like we were talking about how there's so many different forms of warfare and if you ever <laughs> wanted to take me out you could put soy in soy. oh my god <laughs> yeah do you like living alone I love it it's great it's really my first I've like done it for short periods before but this is like my first real solo place yeah and loving the nesting process yeah and it is qu- kind of a natural segue into my boys club perfect if i can tell yeah, you what please. it is it. this is a new one for me facebook marketplace oh wow. good one here's the thing i hadn't been on facebook for five years <laughs> i <laughs> forgot my password i literally just <laughs> forgot it existed i didn't i realized i thought i deleted my account for a yeah. long time no it's still there um, or maybe mark zuckerberg just like the second you're like reactivate you just it, you know comes up immediately wait the way you said reactivate i was like did she make that up <laughs> it's like oh that is a word reactivate. i made up that word reactivate reactivate um it's like deactivating but actually reactivating <laughs> mary think about it. 2023 word of the year is reactivate <laughs> as quoted on the voice club podcast <laughs> But it's in like a first Facebook. And are you on Facebook? You're, you guys are not on we Facebook. Have it. Every time I go on, I'm like, someone else died. Someone got married. Someone had a baby. That's yeah. that's the thing. I, it was very jarring because I just kept hearing people be like, found this great thing. Like, I just knew that there were gems on the marketplace. So I was like, I got to check it out. And getting back on Facebook was super jarring and kind of upsetting just because it's like, <laughs> it's just these ghosts from your past. It really is. Also, uh-huh. people look terrible. Oh my God. People it's People look literally... terrible. A lot of people have different, you know, a lot of women I haven't s- talked to in over 10 years. I'm like, who are you? Oh, you got married. And that's why I don't know your name anymore. Yeah. Like things like that. And I'm just like, Oh God, this is bleak. I don't want to be, it just, it felt very strange. If that felt like a weird past life stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, this just doesn't, we hold so many futures and not everyone's future is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Do you think that's a New York thing? 
Or what? do you think it's just like a marriage thing? People, I think people in New York, Allison O'Connor said, people in New York are very good at figuring out what is hot about them. Ooh. Yeah. That it's not that people are like hotter here. It's just here you could like lean into you. Figure out who am well, I? Authenticity is the hottest thing there is, and yes. I agree. I think that's like correct. What New York brings that out of you, or let's uh, leaves room for it. I don't think everybody authenticity it, and wearing a hoodie is the other hottest thing. Yeah. <laughs> wearing a hoodie is so hot. <laughs> if you're wearing a hoodie, I am keep me away. Well, I also feel like people in New York, in general, like regardless of what you you just know, you have a sense of style more than someone in. Des Moines. Right. You know what I mean? We're yeah. getting it first. We're like hitting half yeah. the press. We're here first. Yes. Yeah. Like this this wife lover thing I've been doing. What's wife lover? Like even my dad liked it. Um, this wife. The white. It's like what a wife beater right who oh. changed their mind. Yes. Oh. It looks incredible. Oh, I like See, wife. like I'm just into wife this. Wife lover. Is that what yeah. we call it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I tried to call it a husband beater. And <laughs> <laughs> we said that wasn't the part of the problem. It was the, it was the beating part. That was tough. Fine. <laughs> Partner beater. Is that better yeah. for you? <laughs> That's <laughs> inclusive. That's so funny. Wait, so you're on Facebook Marketplace? Yeah. Did you get so your house there? No, no, no. <laughs> I can. bought my whole house on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yes, found my realtor, everything. No, I inherited it from a friend who moved out, oh, which is the truly best the it. best way to do it. And then, yeah. like, that's why we'll keep open ears for you. Because then you're not doing the broker's fee. No. Yeah. No. Or like papers and stuff. And like she left me some nice things. Just like uh, things like yeah. that that are just so convenient. Like she moved out slowly. Yeah. I like, you know, I was like, this doesn't have to be the craziest, most stressful day of either of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Like, There's also like so much that doesn't need to be bought like new every time. Like you don't necessarily need new like living room furniture all the time. Like it should be like passed down that way. It's like way more sustainable for all of us. Like it just seems stupid to be completely buying all new stuff all the time. Totally. So much waste. Yes. You know? It's like, this is who I am now. Yeah. I throw all new belongings. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's like, I'm, I am. So I'm looking for things that I really, really like. And a lot of them are like nice vintagey things mm-hmm. that like would be at a Dobbin street. You know what I mean? They're like cute shit that I was like, I want that kind of chair. Mm-hmm. But so that's like fun. Cause I like also like the hunting of it a yeah. little bit. I don't know. My mom is deeply into um, estate sales and I feel like it's just kind of in my bones to like be a little scavenger. (laughs) That's when someone (laughs) dies and they sell all their stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's literally what my mom does all weekend, every weekend (laughs) going through rich, dead white woman stuff on the North shore of Chicago. That's her thing. That's what she does. Wait, what what suburb are you from? Evanston. Oh my God. Is that where yeah. uh, Northwestern is? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. When I was leaving Chicago, um, I used to just drive around Evanston and picture my life there. Cute. And wonder if I should, if it would be right. Like, yeah, I really but to move it. as like a 25 year old? Yeah, it was time to, it was weird. No. no. The, they were the largest yards I'd ever seen and so many sunrooms. It's so a beautiful nice. place. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. Do but your parents work at Northwestern? No. Mm mm. That's so fascinating. That there are people that are, and then you grow up. You were like, does everyone grow up next to a college? I think. Well, here's the thing. Like Evanston is like where I think like a lot of the Chicago professional yuppie people like they get married and they want to settle down and start a family, and that's like a great. It's like a mini Chicago in many ways, where yeah. it's like feels very metropolitan, but it's still very suburban and yeah. it's on the lake. And then like Northwestern happens to be there. But you yeah. know how some college towns are like the college defines every part of yeah. I don't think Evanston's like that with Northwestern because it's teeny. And like growing up, 
like everyone in my high school is like those kids are such nerds like we didn't <laughs> think they were cool yeah because they're not very cool they're yeah. very smart right <laughs> right right you know do yeah. you have a chicago accent i don't think so i don't think so either not mm-hmm. uh, yeah i, I had a uh, girl i played uh, soccer with in college had the thickest Chicago accent I ever heard. It was awesome. I loved it. She had the best <laughs> voice. The best accent. Oh, it's awesome. I was like, you're the coolest person I've ever met. Yeah. Like there was, she was say Cubbies. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Talk about the Cubs. Perfect um, time to no perf perfect time to put up Frosty. Is that one? That was pretty good. <laughs> Chris's of the Cranks is my reference, and I lived there. But like when I need to get into, it, I'm like Chris's of the Cranks, Vic Frohmeyer. Dan Aykroyd and Chris is the crank. How does he sound? <laughs> I mean, yeah. the bear, I feel like they're pretty good at yeah, it, too. Yeah. I love the bear. Yeah, I need to watch that because I think he's the hottest person in the world. He's hot. He's pretty hot. Wait, so what are you, so what is a fine job? Wait, do you, I'm worried about you. Do you pick the stuff up yourself? Yeah, I love it. It's part in of it. In a car? Well, I'll, it depends on what it is. I will also get like, I'll get like a task rabbit or a dolly person to come help bring it to me. My friends with cars, they'll come get it with me. Um, I picked up a, a dining table. I was really excited about literally two blocks away the other night. Oh, nice. Um, two blocks from here? Yeah, two blocks from here. Cute dining table. Wow. You missed out. I missed so out. <laughs> I like it because it's like, I like the hunt. That's mm-hmm. fun for me. Um, second of all, I like am really trying to shop a lot less and like be, I don't know. I'm g- I, got, I read a book about consumerism and waste and I was like, <laughs> I got to I got to chill. Because I do like to shop. Yeah. Um, and also, it's like the stuff is, it's, some of it's not cheaper than new stuff because so much new stuff is cheap and poorly made. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking us over. They're left really and right. fucking us over. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to support this company. So it's fun, like, buying nicer things that I probably couldn't afford new. And that's fun for me. I just yeah. remembered when I was in Chicago and I was moving, they talk about shitty stuff made. My, I had this beautiful couch from Walmart that was beautiful and it was like, Jonathan Van Ness line Walmart. There was a queer eye. I love that. Yes, there was. Was a, it Jonathan or Bobby? It had to be Bobby, right? Am I wrong? It was some sort of gay star. <laughs> he had a Walmart furniture line. Hmm. It had to be not Jonathan Van Ness. You're right. It must have been. Bo- I don't know. I'll figure out who it was. But it was Anderson most- Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Cooper was like, and it was so. Oh god, it was like a leather couch, but it was like fake obby, and it was like so nice. And I had this beautiful yellow rug, and I was selling everything because I was leaving town. I was like running away from Chicago, and um, I these people from Facebook Marketplace came to pick up pick up like my desk, and I had medicine in it. And then after <laughs> they reached out, and they're like, "Hey, do you like need your medicine?" And I was like, "Oh." No, and it was prep, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just like, I'll just done having sex, and that's, <laughs> that's and that's so how we got funny. to side culture. Wow! If you sell your prep on Facebook Marketplace, you're not going to be wow. you're going to be a side. Have a desk with a free side of prep if you want it. <laughs> yes. And then there's this like straight dad and his like adult straight son just like with prep. Just wow! Like, I love that. Good for them yeah. getting it. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, I feel okay. Wait, I have two. First, on Facebook as a whole, I feel like. It's really just where you keep up with the straight people in your life. I feel like that's all that it's for anymore. And I have a friend. I don't even know how we got in this conversation. We were just talking about, oh, when Threads came out, my friends from college were like, does anybody know what this is? And I was like, I got one. But if I wasn't in an industry that was so prevalent with social media, I don't think I would. So, like, I don't think you guys need it. And um, they were, like, just talking about what apps they still use. And one of them was like, the only apps I use are Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I was like, I could not be further from whatever existence is like happening on those other than Instagram, those apps. Like, do you know anybody who's doing the, the Facebook Snapchat combo anymore? I thought Snapchat was closed. <laughs> Snapchat is for 
gay sex photos. I oh. use Snapchat to keep up with my family group chat because my mom sends pictures and videos of our dogs every morning. But that is true. And they it. disappeared. You can't but screenshot yeah, why them. Why doesn't she just do that in a group text? She loves Snapchat. She loves okay. the filters. That's she loves fun. to put the filters on the dogs. So it's kind of that's, that's cute. Okay. <laughs> do you remember when Snapchat was going to be like a news source? Like we went on and they were like, you could do like live streams and it would be like, here's a live stream of the protests in in Bermuda. And it would yeah. be like all over the world. Because like it was the very... Um, there was this minute where, like, the hottest thing, and it was kind of like a social media and news were merging. Yeah. As, see, I'm like a social scientist. As <laughs> then they were like, it's like a live account of like this historical event. I was on it because there was one for the Iowa caucus, and I was in Iowa at the time. Oh. Yeah. I Connor said a thousand episode. jobs. I talked about every freaking episode. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I thought I might want to be because I watched Scandal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I love that. Worked, I interned on a presidential campaign. Did you like it? Yeah, you you want to know something? I absolutely loved it. But the way that those people devote their lives is like, it, it's this all-encompassing thing that it's like, you can't do that and then also do improv in Chicago. No. So I made a choice. I was like, improv or government? <laughs> I improv. I or right. public service. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is something about you, though, that I feel like you have this part of you that like could get... Really, any go- job that has like some tasks and that you could get really good at, you would be like, there's a part of you that could do that. I ultimately do love community, and like what I liked about it was like that's what I think about. What really ch- I think is so important in comedy community so so many of these things like that show that we were talking about can be absolutely miserable. But when you are doing these things with people that you really like, then it's like fun, yeah. and like that is so. I don't think everyone. That, I don't think that's as important to everyone. And like, that's okay if it's not, but like, I think I like need to have people that I like around. And that's what it felt like. I like loved some of those people in that campaign. I was like, these are my freaking girls out here in the farms of Iowa, <laughs> like changing the world. I could also see like, this is a past life of yours where you're like the cool, you know how I feel like sometimes um, politicians, they have, there's someone like young and attractive on their team that suddenly gets some media attention. They're like, blah, 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 it's right hand man. Or like, you know, the campaign manager for, and it's always like this, like, like I could see that for you where they'd be like, you know, this, he's wearing like nail polish, but he's in a suit and like, (laughs) and like, there's going to be like, you know, and he found this pink necklace on the ground, (laughs) a New York magazine profile on you. Exactly. So and so's campaign manager was seen picking up a necklace, <laughs> looking at it, and then putting it all over his head, wearing it on his neck. First, smelling it to make sure it wasn't anal beads, and then putting it on his neck. <laughs> oh my god! That's there. That's Liz Smith that you're describing from Pete Buttigieg's campaign. Yeah. Do you know who that is? No. Connor, she <laughs> Connor like stopped her on girl. the street the other day. And really? Said, I love your work. I said I love you. I said it twice, and she was so confused. She's with child, and she's like literally pregnant, and she's like. Has an open tone shoes just walking around the city, and I start. I feel like she doesn't get stopped a lot, and she should get stopped more. But my brother works with her, so I wasn't gonna be like. Also, my brother works with you, yeah. Because she'd be like, "Hey, this unhinged man <laughs> you are connected to, stop me on the streets of New York." Wait, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would. She probably. She probably thought about it later and was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, she's really probably nice. not getting stopped that often. That's cool. It's funny they said that about the nail polish because, like, for us to express ourselves however we so choose is so normal. Like, we're in New York. We're artists. We're actors. We're writers, producers, comedians, singers. So, like, we, we or, yeah. <laughs> but like in other industries, like that is like I wouldn't. You're in a suit. It, you're in a suit. Yeah. With this guy, he worked at. I went on a date with this JP Morgan guy a while back, and he like w- said he wouldn't wear nail polish at work, and I was like, you gotta get out. <laughs> 
Mm. You've got to get out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's tough. That's like CV Sites has that awesome joke where they're like, whenever you see like a gay guy in like a suit and then he's got an earring on, it's like that earring is holding up so much. It's like, this isn't me. This is <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> so funny. That's, um, that's so true. Okay, I have I have a question about your Facebook marketplace habits. Do you do you have like a radius on how far you'll go? It's five miles. Okay. That's five pretty, miles. Yeah. See, that is a lot in New York. It is. It's further than you think it'd be. That's Astoria. I'll go to the Upper West Side for something really good. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You're talking, that's like me on Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> for always, something really good. Because I always say, I'm not going to Hell's Kitchen, but y'all go to the Upper West Side. Yeah. It's not mileage, it's neighborhoods. Yes, exactly. Which is how I feel like in New York, we've said this about dating apps before, but I think it's the same probably with Facebook Marketplace. Like five miles makes sense everywhere else in the country. Five miles here, you'd be amazed how far that'll take you. Oh, yeah. And also like, it should be like, neighborhoods or train lines like that's what it should be telling you exactly yeah and and you gather so much knowing the neighborhood it's it is the same with dating it's like there might be someone just a mile and a half but you're like i don't like that neighborhood Mm -hmm. i don't think that stuff is gonna be good go three miles okay now we're talking you know what i mean what are the neighborhoods that we need to be looking at for real for like furniture and things like that house stuff where the where the money is, follow the money. Cobble Hill. <laughs> Cobble Hill. Yeah, you want rich people moving out, ready to get rid yeah. of stuff. Good. Money wars. <laughs> <laughs> Following the money with Julia Shipley. <laughs> Following the money. Should that be a show? Yeah. Oh wait, my god, that would be kind of fun. Wait, I feel like here's the thing: if you can't fix the writer strike, beat it. You know, so like, <laughs> go pitch this following the money with Julia Ship. <laughs> Your energy is very like you walking into a Brooklyn brownstone. It's like, okay, <laughs> someone died here, but we're getting their piano. <laughs> and the person's like, what are you doing in my house? I'm alive and nothing is for sale. I like that. Like, I just break on. and enter. Yeah, and we, I'm like, we can't couch. We'll we take it through the window. So. <laughs> the fun thing about these old brownstones is none of the windows work. So we're exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Did you see Harry Styles on James Corden when he was ma- made that music video in that Four Green apartment? I don't no. think that was. An I don't think anybody sense. that's a, not a mom saw that video. No. I am absolutely a mom. not. <laughs> but Four Green's another good one. That's my old hood too. Wait. But I had a roommate, so I like know that you lived there. Not because I was stalking you, but I clock any time someone lives in Fort Green. Like I just like or that I just like no. I love it there. That's my favorite. I love the farmer's it's market. so beautiful. It's the best. The energy is very lovely. Yeah. Not a lot of inventory because it's kind of a small neighborhood. Very teeny. Especially in the summer, I try to go as much as possible. So Because so then I can go on Grindr and see who lives around there and then hang out. <laughs> I love that. I need maybe to maybe download Grindr so I can start seeing who's just around. That's the best part is that like... If I you're just want to know who's around. It's good to know like who's your around. your friends? Just like in general, like who's here? Yeah. Because it's also one of those things... That's a, the, the fall of gay men is that you can see some pretty famous people on there. Um. At least famous to us yeah on grinder you know i think famous to everybody we've seen some recognizable names on there yeah yeah name them we saw george bush on there <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> but like i feel like it's a good way to like keep like who lives around here yeah absolutely. Yeah. in case you ever need something i don't know <laughs> it's a good way to just like keep track of everyone that you've ever met who's gay and on grinder yeah i love i don't have access to anything like that yeah i hate that wait didn't august white make a grinder profile for a joke she no it's because she was she heard a fight outside of her apartment of but between these two gay men who were like breaking up and she like heard enough of it clearly that she could pick a side when one of them was oh being, my god i think treated not so well and so she was like i want justice for this person like how do i find them and i think she made a grinder profile and it was just like if you were outside on this street last night and your name is so-and-so i'm on your side that's so good <laughs> and she was like is this crazy and i was like honestly if i had just been like 
broken up with or had a hard time and somebody like random person was like i'm on your side i would love that i'd be so excited and if i had nothing to do with this and i just saw your profile <laughs> i would show everyone and say this is the funniest thing yeah I've ever seen. and i and i would probably yeah. swipe up and be like what happened I want that's community <laughs> organizing in 2023 literally yeah. that's Thanks. mutual aid but i saw that she made a profile <laughs> and then i was like oh i feel weird that she's on this that she can see this app that i use to look for love it feels very personal i know <laughs> i know that's why i think on our there's this one like when I, what I'm looking for is someone to get lost in the woods with at Saturday at 4 p.m. and no one knows where we are. We're actually in love. And after I said that, after I verbalized that on this podcast that will now be heard around the world, I was like, "That is true. That's beautiful." Yeah, uh, yeah. That's and really nice. But to fall in love or to have sex or both. Here's the thing: how I feel about sex. I do like sex, but it's just like I've I. That's like you can handle it yourself. Like, like not that it's better to handle it yourself, but it's like I can't fall in love by myself. Oh, maybe mm. I can. Anyway, what if it's like he was with you all along? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this podcast, this podcast was Barbie the movie. Actually. <laughs> oh my God. Multiple okay. emotional moments. You're you know. right. It doesn't, well, just even like to kiss, to, to hug. I do really like physical touch. I think the physical touch is my love language, mm-hmm. but it is also, I'm very cautious and it's the last thing. It's, it's like really doesn't, I don't lead with that. I think that's very discerning and that probably means you have good taste and like have very clear ideas of who you would want to spend your time with. What's your love language? I would say I like them all directed (laughs) at me. Um, I think acts of service is a big one. Time. Yeah. Okay. There's touch time, acts of service, gifts, gifts and words of affirmation. Right. Uh Yeah. I mean, I think time and service and affirmation, like verbal. I think touch is important, but I feel like it kind of depends on the person too. Yeah. A little bit for me. Like yeah. I love being touched, but I wouldn't describe myself as like a touchy feely person. Like if, if I become close with someone, then I will, but I'm not like, you know, there's people who just immediately start touching. Yeah. Yes. I'm I think s- that there's a closeness with touch that I'm, is so unnatural to me. That when it does exist, it's very much like this is a unique thing. Mm-hmm. We don't even touch. Yes, we do. No. You I, say this all the time. We hug every time we see each other. Do I hug, man? I don't know. I, I don't feel like so. I hug like a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is us hugging. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to start hugging you even harder. Um, I I feel the same way, though. Like, I, there's, I'm, like, especially, like, in, like, comedy scene stuff when you're, like, sort of acquaintances with people, sort of not, or you're, like, maybe I've, I'm, we're both aware of each other because of, like, social media and whatever, but we've never actually met. Mm-hmm. People that go right for the hug, I don't yeah. like, I like to do a handshake for, the, on, like, a first meet at least. And then I also just, like, I've never really liked, you know, like when you're in like middle school or high school and there's those people that are just like so into being like, oh my God. And this is like, I never liked that. And I was always just like, please don't touch me. But then when I have like a romantic partner, I, then I, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, well now I really do enjoy this, but it does have to be a very clear cut for me. Mm -hmm. If a guy is wearing a jacket, (laughs) this podcast has changed so much over time now. I'm always like, if a guy is wearing a jacket, (laughs) 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 like, like, Putting my hands within the jacket, I think, is the hottest thing in the world. Like, I feel very mm-hmm. safe. And I'm like, no one will kill me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's hot. That's <laughs> yes. nice. So you're you're going, you're facing him, and you're putting your arms into where his are. Yeah. I probably am a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are out. they going in his armholes, or are they going around his body? Yeah, his waist. Okay. So, like, yeah. through his. Like, you're not trying so to get both arms into the. <laughs> into the <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> you're breaking a lot of jackets. <laughs> 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 like, Wait, let me in here. 
<laughs> that was what I was imagining. I'm also thinking about like you know like at like a like a high school football game when like the couple that would like the guy is like his hand like or in her pocket. You know what I'm talking about? And yes. he's like like around her and then it's looking like, for gum, yeah, or something. Looking yeah. for gum, but they're just like sitting there like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was it? what were we talking about? We were talking love about languages. Love languages. Love languages. Yours is service. Um, yeah, I think I like dabble with all of them. I think I think I used to like words of affirmation more. I think that used to be more important to me, but I think as I've grown into myself and also I'm in like a like very steady relationship, I don't feel like I need that as much anymore. Yeah. But so I think they're always kind of evolving. I feel like I have like a mixture of and it's like kind of like a different part of my life. I've needed certain things more. That makes sense. Not to have such a gray area answer, but <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. Affirm that's yourself. Hard. Thank Spend you. time with yourself. Touch yourself. <laughs> you know? True. <laughs> True. Give get yourself gifts. Boys at home, get, get yourself get, back to Facebook Marketplace. Get yourself gifts. Get yourself a nice chase lounge. <laughs> Did you get a chase lounge? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> Can you imagine having something that like not practical in a New York apartment? No, I so badly want Jesse, our friend Jesse, got this awesome chair from her old job. She used to work at this um, co-working space. And so sometimes with when a business would vacate the space, they would just leave their shit. Yeah. And then her boss would be like, if you want anything, yes. take it. And so she, with the help of another friend, got this huge chair onto a subway and all the way to her home. And it's the comfiest chair I've ever sat in. And I was like, I have to get one. I have to get like a little lounger with like a footrest. But then I was like, where the fuck am I going to put that? And they're all like 700 bucks. It's a lot of money. Yeah. But maybe I need to hit Facebook Marketplace and see what, what I if you move to the? What if you move? I think you could do it. Okay. Now it's a design Okay, now podcast. now you're in on this. <laughs> I think you could do it if you really wanted to I'll make it I'll send you, like, is it, I? it's leather? Mm-hmm. I think I'm like, I visualize it. I will send you things. It's very much like a dad who's sitting in the chair like lean back kind of kind of vibe uh-huh like, but, but i want to read in it i want to like sit in it yeah yeah can we come to your house sure absolutely <laughs> but i'm still it's not i don't have everything yet well once it's a little something. bit more set up okay bring something well, we'll bring a thing what if it's like potluck for your house <laughs> oh my I God. So disrespectful. You, sh- you should host a facebook marketplace party <laughs> where everybody has to buy one thing and bring it <laughs> i would love i honestly wish that there were registries for People That's who what live people alone. Registries yeah. for yes, we don't need when you're like I. Oh yes, right? absolutely. That's not like because when I'm getting two people coming together, they don't need more shit. No, they need to downsize. Absolutely, and also like I mean, people get married at all different times and for different reasons. Yes. But like I imagine for myself, when I get married, it'll be like I'm financially ready for this decision and I can buy my own shit. Yes, but like I would love some stuff now. Yes. <laughs> I would love to be able exactly. to register. Yeah, so that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's an app. That's Maybe an we'll app. start an app. I literally, okay, trademarked, don't even copy me. Um, <laughs> I think that I like have said this for a long time. There should be some kind of app that's like called like, it's like wishlist. I mean, it's basically Amazon wishlist, but for any brand, like you yeah. can say it can be like, hey, I want to buy a Nissan and people can donate to your Nissan fund. Yeah. But like people, you know, sometimes it's hard to buy gifts for people if you don't know what they want. But this, you list everything you want. So people say, oh, Nico wants this thing. I'm going to get them. For yeah. Him. Like just kind of, but maybe people like, it kind of takes out the mysterious part of gift giving. But, but I I'm like, I don't need the thing. I think the there's a part we don't like. Yeah. Like. yeah. 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 No, I think that there's like, yeah, I think there's two types of gift giving and it is like, it's either the, the, the act of the, 
I don't know, whatever the, th- the thought part of it is, like, the important part of the creativity. And then there's times where it's like, get me the thing I needed. Yes. And I think this would serve that perfectly. Yes. I like that. Because also, I, I've been invited to a couple, I'm, like, my, I have some, like, high school and college friends that are getting married now. And, like, the registry, like, the gift registry is always, I'm just like, do I have to buy you plates? Like, I don't want to buy you plates. Mm-hmm. But then my friend had, like, a honeymoon fund, and I was like, I'll give you money for that. That's Absolutely. what I usually do. Yeah. That's yeah. Feels like a way better way to spend your money, mm-hmm. which is like, what am I? Who am I to decide what you shouldn't have on your registry? But I'm like, I just can't get myself to buy you stupid plates. I think that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? You buying people plates? No, <laughs> I think when you get married, you should get people couples therapy. So you should get them. That's honestly a great thing. That should be on registries. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That's a good yeah. idea. That's good, Connor. Okay, look the at you. The way he said my name. That's good <laughs> That's good I, I liked it. I love it. They say that when, when someone that says you your too. name, there's like a dopamine rush. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seen. <laughs> like, yeah, Connor does exist. <laughs> I knew he existed. It's like a dog. Like when you say their name, they're like, huh? <laughs> um, all right, should we do our last question? What's a boys club that you wish to see in the world? Oh, that I wish to see in the world. Oh God! I think I read that wrong. <laughs> Wait, no. Do what you thought. Yeah, well, maybe it'll better. You say? Maybe it'll change the f- future of the podcast. No, I think mine's no, because c- I thought it was. I thought it was what is a club that I want to be and that I'm not, and I don't even like. I don't even want to talk about that. I love that. That could, we could do that too, though. No, because mine's financial stability. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Julia. That's so true. That's what would you lose for that? What huh? would you sacrifice for those things? I just feel like there's like there could be something better for like what do I want to see in the world? That's like such a more positive Wait, question. But I will say like we all want financial security, but I know so many people that have that and they're so boring and they're going to die and I think they have deep regrets. Well, that's the thing. It's like financial yeah. stability is wasted on people who don't know how to live. Oh my God! Say that mm. shit. That was so. We're gonna good. leave. That was off the dome. Sorry, the guys. We have a lot of garage band capabilities, so we can <laughs> splice together <laughs> you and what you said with a Tiesto under it, <laughs> <laughs> and then at SoulCycle they'll play it. Yeah, exactly. That's good. I think like, SoulCycle they played Barack the Obama's speech to a SoulCycle ride. I swear to God, they did were I, like, "Did I tell you? I have now twice teared up at something of his." It's a beautiful a it, Tiesto. No, Barack Obama. Oh, <laughs> I like. Okay, because I'm on testosterone, it's harder to cry, and so I really notice when I cry. Barbie movie made me cry. I, like, really pay attention when it, and now twice in the last, like, four months, I've seen a clip of Obama speaking from the past, and it has made me tear up, and I'm like, what, what, what is this reaching in me? I mean, obviously, he's a very, like, important historical figure, but, like, it's not even, like, what he's talking, it's, like, he's talking about the randomest stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like... Tears in my eyes. There's a speech by Oprah that they also <laughs> play at SoulCycle that makes me cry, and it's, like... Instead of thinking about all the things you have to do, think, what is the next step for me? And they play it under like a, dro- a beat drop. And you're like, <laughs> like hot girl in front of the class. Like, you're enough. You, what if you were fucking enough? What if you were enough? Yeah. What hey, if you were enough? There's a million ways to do church. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I didn't know you were a soul cycle. Do you go? I'll go with you. No. Do you I, <laughs> sorry. Shut that no. down so Wait, fast. can you come to my Pilates class? I, I would do that. I, I don't do Pilates, though. You. I'll teach you. you know what I do? Tabata. Ah. I'm, I'm, that is a boys club I'm in. Tabata. Hot. I it's think a lot great. of people go to this. I, a lot of people go to it. A lot of comedians actually go to it as well. Is it? Tr- it's like it's set. So it's like timed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's hit. It's circuit stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like some there's some weight stuff. So there's a lot of jumping around. There's some bar stuff. There's it's like, yeah, it's great. Okay, it's a good cool. workout. Yeah. How many minutes is it? An hour. That's a long time for Tabata. Yeah. 
So you just like go crazy for 20 seconds and then you just like get really still for 10. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's 50, 50 on, 10 off. 50 on, 10 off. Sometimes, sometimes it's 20 on, five off, but you're really just running to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So you're really just constantly Do you feel like a bit of an animal in there? Yeah. Oh, you can't think about anything else when that's going on, I bet. I love it. That's That's why I love it. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's nice. I come with friends. Like I meet friends there often, but like I kind of, it's again, even though I feel super safe, it it's, there's a lot of women. It feels very queer. There are some, there's like dudes who are just, they're not, they're not trying to talk to anyone. Everyone's just like, I there's want no to time. push myself. There's literally <laughs> no time to socialize. None. That is an, ins- how many times a week do you do that? I try to go three, but a lot of times it's not. That is a really intense way to exercise. I want to go. It's, I've gotten very into it. That's kind of become my church. I love that. This is our if you church. ever want to go, let me know. Yeah. It's on uh, class pass. Okay. God, they hate me there. What happened? They just don't like me on class pass. I'm like, well, it's okay. What do you mean? Who's um, they? The app? Like they kicked you off? Like you can't have a membership? No, the girls that come on class oh, pass. Oh, you're getting badly reviewed on class Only pass. Only sometimes. Uh-oh. Sometimes I'm a Pilates instructor. Oh. So he's getting bad you're reviews. You're getting reviews as an instructor. But I am fine about it. Like I posted this story that was like castles crumbling and I said when I get a bad class review, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it I made thought, me laugh. Oh my God, Nico. So many people were like worried about me and they're like, oh my God, I'm like why do people think? And I was like, they're like, hey, <laughs> I'm not. The day that I asked for sincere, earnest help on all Instagram <laughs> with a Taylor Swift song. Reach out to maybe my mom, my dad. Like, <laughs> sure, reach out. But I was like, I'm kidding. Like, it's fine. Yeah. People, it's, there's nothing more awkward than when you do something that you think is funny. And then people are like, you need help. I know. <laughs> it sucks. But I'm going to come to your class. I so would love to have you. I'll comp you. I can comp you. It's tough. Thank you. You'll be, you'll be okay, though. Knowing that you've done a lot of Tabata, I think you'll be okay. But I've done Pilates like <laughs> twice in my life, and it's so hard. And it's- I have not a good core. That's why people come to class, though. Yeah. It is, I mean, he, the part that's hard is that not only are you working out as he's making you laugh the whole time, so you're double ab workout. Because he'll put on a this show. This is if fun. He has friends I there, never he'll put try on a to be show. funny. I'm just like. You shut the fuck up. You are. You made me laugh so many times. so intoxicated. I've been twice. Okay. But the second cool. time I went, especially, you were cracking me up. Because I was kind of mean. Because you were saying shit to the girls. I was like, no way you talk to them like that when I'm not here. <laughs> oh, my I God. I say, <laughs> Tina's there. <laughs> Tina's in the next exercise, and she heard the same words that everybody else did. <laughs> explain yeah. that to me. he's giving it to him but that's why they pay to come they pay to get this I exact yeah i don't get like i get these scroll these scroll are cfos like i get the girls that are like yeah they're used to getting it done yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it done. they're like yeah i didn't become the president of revlon by not having <laughs> men talk to me like that <laughs> they're ready to go you've had oh, some famous God. people come before <laughs> what's the boys club you wish to see in the room <laughs> um okay so, so that's the thing i don't have the answer to wait there's maybe there isn't always an answer. I feel answer. like okay, you know what I think? I think I want there to be okay. This is how do I make this sound creepy without it? I want there to be almost like um some kind of program that this is gonna get creepy so fast. But like uh, I want to be able. I pro- I don't know if I'm gonna ever have kids. I don't know if I want kids, but I love kids. And I want kids in my life. Yeah. And I wish there was a way that was like almost, it's almost like big brothers, big sisters program Yeah. for like, um, in a not, but like for adults, like that are y- like younger people. Yeah. This sounds bad. Let's no, not. I, no. I know what you mean. Cause I, I, it doesn't. I think that there's, okay. 
I think that the way that we relate to kids, because I think about it a lot. Obviously, I work with kids, and I, I think about the way my relationship to them has changed, especially transitioning, like going from being a woman soccer coach to being a guy who coaches soccer and being like, okay, that's like a difference in the way that they treat me I, or, or the way I'm perceived, perhaps. And I, I think that there's this, like, there is so much, like, pedophilia in the world that's, yeah. like, gone unchecked for so long, but I also think it's, like, this weird pervasive thing where we all assume that we're going to be thought to be pedophiles because we want to engage with children hang out with kids who aren't ours right and it's like there's so much value in working with kids i find it's enriched my life immensely and yeah. i want other people to have that opportunity without it coming across as creepy so i i think that's a great i think that's great and i do think but i i see where you're coming from with the hesitation because i think it is a, a weird thing that like we're meant to feel like we have to like qualify it instead of just assuming most people probably don't want to be weird to kids <laughs> for sure well you're also like that's like that's part of your job too like so like that's what makes me feel weird about it, or it's like i don't want to work with kids i don't have a job that there's yeah i'm in i'm not like interacting with kids on a regular basis but if there was like some kind of program that was like adults hang out with kids who aren't there so they're not babysitting right they're not um working they're not like you know but it's just like I don't know, just having kids who are like, you're a cool adult who's not my parents. I can yeah. just talk to you, yeah. ask questions. And I'm like, I think kids are so funny. I want to hang out with them and not have to tuck you in at night. Definitely. Yeah. And like, I kind of wish that that was like, um, it's almost like, I guess it's it could be considered like a alternative family structure in a way. Yeah. Where it's just like, I wish there was like a, a nice, I wish it was normal for people to like hang out with kids who aren't theirs. I mean, that's also like, very against the nuclear family idea, mm -hmm. I think, which is so ingrained in us that it's like yes. you only hang out with kids that you are related to. But it's like, yeah, but like, why did why? You know, do you know how they say that anyone who wants to be president really shouldn't be president because it's like who in their right mind would want to do that? Mm. I wonder if it's the same thing with kids. Yeah. Anyone that actually wants kids, maybe those people should not. I mean, well, I feel Honey, like look at the population. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like it's like it's also one, you know, being a parent is probably one of the harder jobs there that exists 100%. and nobody gets practice. And it's like if we had something that was more set up to be like, yeah, like we could hang out with kids now or and just get to learn what kids are like and like what that is and hearing about their like parent problems and stuff. I feel like it would also help you if you wanted to be a parent someday be better equipped to do that mm -hmm. in some way. And I also think it would be so, there's so many kids who need mentorship and whose parents just don't have the time to give totally. them everything they need, which is no fault of anybody's other than like the system. <laughs> and so like, I do think there would be such a good use for that. Yeah. I totally, I, I feel that way too. I, I love that my job has allowed me to mentor kids, but I've also gotten to meet like some siblings and gotten to mentor them in like different ways. And it's, it's the best. It's so cool. Kids are awesome. Kids are so funny. Yeah. They're great. I, I just don't know if I want you. them. And you don't, and, and let me say, you definitely don't want to have to feed, house, tuck them in. All the, I mean, that's the, the worst part. Hanging out is the fun part. And yeah. then being able to be like, bye. See ya. <laughs> and like what I say to you, and that's the best part of being a soccer coach is like, what I say to you ultimately does not matter that much. And it's not that serious. And it's very chill. And I can just be like, okay, this two hours has been great. See you next week. And I don't but have to think about you. You've probably impacted them in amazing ways that they're not even conscious of yet. You know what I mean? And devastating ways, I'm sure too, that they <laughs> will unpack later. Because <laughs> I am, um, I'm taking it seriously. We're winning games. Good. Oh, <laughs> shit. Do you have friends with kids? <laughs> I do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like in the past, I feel like pandemic, it started really happening in New York, in New York and other places. But yeah, in New York. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. How has the presence of kids have you seen and change on those people's lives? 
I will say all my friends who have had kids in like the past two years are like chill as fuck. Like they are cool parents. Like sometimes you see someone be like in a parent moment where you're like, oh my God, who is this person? <laughs> and I don't feel like that's happened with my close friends. That's good I'm to like, know. You're a great, you're great. You're great at this. And your kid's going to be chill as hell because you have yeah. this energy with them. It's really fun to watch. It makes me happy. Do they work in the arts? Um, wh- One of them does. Do you know Maya Deshmuk? Very funny comedian. She's one of my good friends. No, but I will look them up. Yeah. More of a like character improv person background cool. sketch. But um, just had a wonderful little boy. And um, we, yeah, it was like fascinating watching her journey. And yeah, she's so good. And so it's it's also cool to like see someone doing what, pursuing what we do and like, oh, you know, because in my head I'm like, family and this path we have chosen yeah. are absolutely you know separate there's no possible way and it's cool to like see someone can do it yeah yeah i, I it definitely is one of those careers that seems impossible and unless you've like kind of done a lot of the things you want to do yeah and then are doing it it feels like they have to be totally segmented and not happening at the same time but that's awesome yeah that's very cool yeah yeah i think i i don't know that i want kids but i do i would love to be an uncle because i would love to be able to like just spoil my siblings kids and be like and have enough money to be like you want to go to every yankees game this year let's do it like why not (laughs) yes you want to go to every broadway show let's go like i would i would love that see barbie what about you do i want kids yeah i don't know i used to think i really wanted kids and now i just like don't i don't know i don't know what i want to do tomorrow the life is so long and strange and this path that we're on it's so winding and weird (laughs) and it's kind of like I used to really want kids, but I think it's because I really liked the house that I grew up in. So for a long time, I was like, well, I really want to recreate this home that I was a part of. And I don't even know if that's like healthy or I don't know. But I just like, I don't know. I think also part of that was like, I didn't see grown up gay people. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a blueprint. As George I don't even think we're name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> As George said, there wasn't a blueprint for being gay. So it was like, the only lives that we saw were was George like the first and last person to say that. <laughs> George Chavez is architect. Soul credit. <laughs> so I feel like that was like the only future. I think that was really hard for me was that I was like, I don't, I want kids, but I don't see gay people with kids. So like trying to like figure out what I wanted and like what I didn't. Did this even make any sense? It's just like a ramble. No, definitely. I also yeah. feel like, I mean, in your house particularly, since there were three of you that were gay, yeah. are gay, um, I feel like that was probably like a safe place and then the rest of the world is not. And then like, returning back to some semblance of safety and being more open, like having more queer people in your life now probably feels like less of a pressure to get back to that. I would imagine. Perfect and beautiful world. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Mm. Put Tiesto behind this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Out of the saddle in three, two, one. (laughs) (laughs) But this is like when, like if we had video going, it's like, how are we supposed to like, be like, do I want kids? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to be your daddy? We can't be doing that. Zooms and stuff. Um, amazing. Um, thank you so much for giving us so, so much of your time. Would you uh, want to plug your socials or anything before yes. we wrap? Thank you for having me. Um, socials, you can find me at Julia Shiplet on everything. Amazing. Everything. The one and only. The one and only. Awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll get out of here on a smooch. One, two, three. What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. 
Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye, boys.